You're listening to Supermanager, the podcast with a diverse panel of experts discussing what goes on in the office. And your host, Samantha Nays with CN Video, your business's video team on call. So welcome back to another Supermanager podcast. This week, we're talking about midlife job searching. And I have my team of non-job searchers <laughs> with me. We have Tara Greger with Breakwell, a workplace well-being resource and partner. Vicki Wars, Wars Consulting. We do human resources consulting for small to mid-size organizations. And Kristen Edens. I'm a content writer for business and also the founder of Managing Midlife, a blog. And I am Samantha Nays with CN Video. We do corporate video production. I know for me, it was when I realized the only thing I liked about my job wasn't technically in my job description. I had just worked my way up to a level of management where I had a certain level of control over what I did during the day, and what I chose to do during the day wasn't my job. Mm -hmm. And it's waking up one day and coming to that realization, I don't look forward to what I'm supposed to be doing. The company deserves to have somebody in the position that wants to be doing this. This is what I would rather be doing. And a push from my doctor. Sure. They said uh, stress, too much stress, and need to leave the stress behind, which was the job. So that was the push that I needed to actually get going. What's interesting is this tool that I use, one of the things that points out are stressors. And it's, it's when you're stressing is when your needs aren't met. And your needs are identified through your interest and you begin to manifest bad behaviors. You don't come to work or you don't do the work that's assigned. I came to work. I just wasn't very happy. You, were, you didn't do the work that was assigned. This is what you just said. Right. If you ask the question, how do you find out? Well, you can do various assessments. But the idea is if, if you're uncomfortable, if you're making your managers or the people you report to not very happy, not trustful of you, something's happening. Mm-hmm. It's a couple of different things. It's what Tara says about how she wants to feel. If you're in a company and you're not feeling that, it's also, personally, I'm not fulfilled. Right. Or it's You don't have to be acting out or doing a bad job. You know if you're not feeling fulfilled. It's time for a change. And so how do you go about doing that? Well, there's two ways. You you have to look at your finances and what your family needs from you. Kind of important. So sometimes some of us make that cold turkey jump. Bam, we're out. I'm done. Here's my two weeks. I'm going to do this. And that's one path to go. The other one is realizing, all right, this isn't going to work anymore. How can I make it happen? All right, I do not have the finances to be able to do it. It's going to have to become a side gig, which you had a previous podcast. You know, one of the things that I did during that transitional period was I knew that I wasn't feeling fulfilled, but I had a really good job in place, and so I started taking classes. Yeah. I found some online classes and some college courses that had to do with what I wanted to change too. And having a full-time job, they actually paid for these courses. I would say, I want to take some, I just want to take some classes. I just want to increase, improve. And so I was able to keep my full-time job, take these classes and consider, do I really enjoy this? Am I good at this? Is this what I want to do before taking that leap? And maybe some of those classes are a good jump. You've made the realization something has to happen. You're taking these classes which may be related to your current job, and you could think, okay, how can I apply this? Or maybe realize, mm I could do this on my own, and I'm going to take my experience here, right. the classes, the continuing education, and start to build something. And, and there is a thrill. And, and those, well, I didn't, those classes are a stress reliever, too. They, well, they are, and it's good to learn. You can get fulfillment through learning, 
And then also you have to do a little bit of research on the industry. Oh yeah. Who, who's the competition? Can I do this? How much money will I make? What's it um, going to take? But there's no reason that, like, I didn't give up my full-time job until I had done this research and had taken a few classes, a little bit safer. From a management standpoint, that was always, so I had a department of about 20 employees for a decade, and that was always my biggest clue that they were leaving soon. Oh, when they were taking, taking classes? classes. <laughs> they would start taking classes or they went back to school. Wow. I knew that there was, it was the beginning of the end at mm -hmm. some point. So how, again, do you... Ours was they couldn't really be out of their position, so there wasn't much else for them to do in our company. But, so how many policies yeah. have I written that establish that to be reimbursed for your college courses, it has to be job-related, mm -hmm. and you have to show where it's related to your job? Oh, you can always so, come up with something. You well, can always find again, a way that it's again, improving again, your skills. this is the way that corporations don't want especially with the lack of talent that they have now. Mm -hmm. There may be those that will be more open to it. I'm just being realistic here. Yeah. They're not looking to train people for other employers. But if we can spin that and say, again, how can we groom them for the next steps within our company? Right, turn there it into a win-win. Exactly, no, there has to be a career company. path right. built of these are the skills that you need. Oh, this you're is saying what we see in you your see future. the warning signs they're taking courses. Maybe that's the time to talk with them about what's available within the organization sure. that these courses might yeah. benefit or them. Yeah, or what are you trying to fulfill? What are you lacking that you feel like you need to find this in more education or school? Or where's that interest going? That's right. And start having those conversations and then start to see their career path and help them through that piece of it. Now they're the ones responsible and they're taking the initiative to do that, but then it's the company's responsibility to also see if they're a great employee, how do we keep them in, in our that, organization? That's big, a good argument. That I'm wondering a, how big the risk is in having a conversation with your supervisor, whether you're a manager or whatever level you're at, somebody is supervising you unless you're the business owner. I'm the type of person that I would be inclined to say, hey, listen, I'm getting a little bit bored with my job. I have some interests. I'm going to be taking some classes. Let's have a conversation about this. I think that's maybe unusual. I do too. Yes. Most people it's would not have that very conversation. Very unusual. Now looking from the outside, I wish I would have had those conversations because I probably would have been with that company still. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I was way too scared to ever say that I was stressed out or right. burned out or that I wasn't happy because my talents weren't being utilized. So I was too scared to have all of those conversations. And, and you may have been able to give them the opportunity to give that to you and within I the organization. Know, right, yeah. what career path that could have been for me because I only saw my role. So I didn't Why know what else I could do. Why do you think you didn't have that conversation? What stopped you from telling someone? I was scared. I was scared that they would think that I wasn't good enough or that they would find somebody else to replace They'd me. They'd start replacing you. Exactly. Oh, she's, she's a goner. Well, Let's yeah. not, yeah. And that you know, could, the bottom that could line, happen. that's a lack of trust. Sure. I say just do it because when you get to the point that you're not happy, you're stressed, you want something different, it's a floodgate. Just open it up and let it go. And sometimes it's going to take just doing it. And it is a risk. It's a risk in yourself. You what? know what somebody said to me when I was thinking about doing it? They said, leap and a net will appear. And it did. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you just have to finally realize it's meant to be. And more people yeah. are realizing at any age that and it doesn't have to be the traditional midlife crisis thing. It's just, yeah. I've got this education, I've got this experience, but I know I could do better, or I want to do better, I want to do something different. Hey, listen, if you're spending eight hours a day doing something that you're not 
happy with, something yeah. that doesn't feel right to you, it is a crisis. Yes, yes. And so the point is when you feel that come on, just do it. Just yeah. start it. Start investigating. Yes, sometimes yep. you'll have to do the side gig thing. But the end game here is that you want to be happy. You've got many years ahead of you, whether you're 30, 40, or 50. And here's something I tell people that I work with and interview for my blog is that a big question is, or a big concern is, but I'm 50, I'm 60, what am I going to do? I said, you're going to hit it and you're going to roll because... Let the record show I'm shrugging my shoulders. Our, our children are, who are half our age are still trying to figure out what they want to be, what they want to do. Here we are, 50s, 60s, maybe even older, going, now I know, and I'm going to pursue right. it. And, Why not? And so we have as much time ahead of us, 20, 30 more years in our lives, to pursue what we really mm -hmm. want to do, where our children have 30, 40, trying to figure out what they want. So I'd say just do it, and it'll be tough but it'll be the best experience you'll have. And sometimes you just have to take that leap and sure. that net will appear. But you'll be just so much happier. And when you realize that, there's no need fighting it. You just need to go. That line in the sand for me was, if I die tomorrow and I don't do this, I will be so mad at myself for being miserable and staying in a job that was a paycheck oh, yeah. and that had stability to it. People thought I was crazy because I'm a single mom, a single income household of two young kids. And how can oh, yeah. you take this risk and do this? But I knew that I could not live another day in the life that I was living because I was miserable. And exactly. I would snap at my kids. I was tired. I was exhausted. And I wasn't being any of the person that I wanted to be. And there's a book I'm out there. I'm still looking for the net. There's oh. well, the net's but, there, but we, we there. have to yeah. weave it doing, as we go. You're doing okay and, yeah. and probably a lot health-wise, sure. probably a lot better. I know two to three months after I left mm -hmm. full-time work to start my own business, I love to tell the story. I felt something weird on my head, and I didn't know what was wrong with my head. And I'm like, there's something wrong. My head doesn't feel right. And I went and I looked in the mirror. I'm like, what is going on? It was, it was new hair growth. Oh. It was my hair growing back in mm -hmm. from huh. the stress of... You had lost your hair from stress? I didn't really notice as much because it's not like I lost all of it or in big clumps, but it was definitely thinning. And after I made my career change, left that job behind, new hair started growing sure. back in. And that's what it is. You just got to realize something's wrong and something's off and it's up to us. We get that urge. And a lot of people are going to come and say, you're leaving this good job? You're, mm -hmm. you're a single mom, you're yeah. this, you're that. Don't let them freak you out. Don't let, it's just like, yeah, I, and I know I can do this and I'm going to be happy. It almost gets into the metaphysical to some extent, you know, out out into the universe and, and things evolve and don't be stupid about it, of course, <laughs> is what we're trying to say. Do some research and kind of sure. understand. Planning but, and educating. Yeah. But where your interests are going to take you Trust yourself, I guess, more than anything else. Trust yourself. And some good to advice I got forward. was if people do, like Kristen, you said earlier, people are like, oh, but you're giving up a job. If they won't stop talking that way, you've got to kind of at least temporarily put them out of your life for a little bit until you can exactly. make that leap and make that move without people That's making you feel nervous about it. Yeah, yeah you got to get rid of the negative. It, that includes the negativity in your own mind. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to realize, all right, how much do I want it? Oh, my gosh, I'm scared. But <laughs> you got to get uncomfortable. And it'll be an elevator ride. I mean, after I took the leap, 
There were days when I was on top of the world and I was like, this is the smartest thing I've ever done. Followed by days where I would cry and go, what have I done? Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Many days. You so just true. push past those. It'll but those, happen. But those are growth, growth patterns. And I've learned more in the last two years being on my own than I did in a decade. All that experience is what led me to this and to being able to help other people. But I mean, it teaches you a lot about your, yourself and your skill set. All right, does anybody have a horror story about somebody who wasn't in the right job, needed to make a career change? I hate to say it, but even a horror story about someone who did make that midlife career change and it didn't work out. I would say there are no horror stories except for those who don't do it and they are on their deathbed and realizing I should have done it because there is no too late. But as for horror stories, the horror stories is staying too long where you just aren't happy making the rest of your co-workers miserable. <laughs> if you're interested in a video resume, contact me at 314-843-3663. That's 314-VIDEO-ME. Or visit our website at cn-video.com. Thanks for listening to Supermanager by CN Video Productions. Give us a call at 314-843-3663. That's 314-VIDEO-ME. Or visit our website at cn-video.com for additional episodes, information, or to discuss video services. 